You're listening to The Backyard, a millionaire, how to create wealth where you are with what you've got. I'm Chris Story in conversation with none other than Rhonda Jake Johnson. Rhonda Johnson of Cornerstone Home Lending. You could do what I do. Call or text at 907-252-5682 or go online, rhondajohnson.net. Rhonda, good day. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm trying to channel my inner Paul Harvey. I miss that guy. Did you Did you listen to Paul Harvey when he was on the air? Always, mm-hmm. always. I love listening to him. I played a Paul Harvey excerpt last week, a, a prelude to Thanksgiving, and I thought, well, this is rather indulgent. This is really for Chris' story. And I got so much positive feedback, people saying, wow, I just we I would love to have him back on the air. Yeah. So we'll yeah. do our the best. The rest of the story. Well, speaking of the rest of the story, I've been seeing a lot of interest rates posted for 30-year rate, fixed rate mortgages and so forth that are like sub 7%. And and you've mm-hmm. helped me understand what that means by reading the fine print. So if we could touch on a few things today that I want to I want to help educate as many people as possible um, w- what to look for when you're looking at a posted interest rate number one. And also I'd like to get into how do we go about buying the interest rate down, who can pay for it, all of that. And then down payment is a barrier to entry. But let's start back with, if I see somebody posting uh, rates on the internet or online somewhere, what do I need to know about what that rate could actually require of me? Right, and it's really hard to quote interest rates, Chris, because there's so many variables for each individual person, depending, I mean, like 26, 30 different uh, variables that dictate what your personalized interest rate is gonna be. So when you see something online posted, then it has some qualifications in order to get that interest rate. And for example, if you uh, go online and then it will have something saying legal disclaimers or notes or something along that line, then it will tell you, yeah, you can get this rate if you meet this credit score, you meet this down payment, you meet this debt to ratio, you meet these uh, parameters, then this is the rate that you can get. And what they're usually trying to quote, of course, is what the very, very best possibility could be. Mm -hmm. But you might not fit into the parameters of that very, very best interest rate. So it's really important to get a a personalized quote from your lender and uh, see what your rate is depending on your particular program and circumstances. And I've been doing this a long time, and I'm the first to admit I – I don't try to memorize everything. I don't try to put all of that into my mind, not to sound, um, you know, overinflate my own ego, but I consider myself a little bit like Einstein. Like, why do I, I don't need to remember all that stuff. He, he couldn't even remember his own phone number. He goes, why would I memorize that when I can go to the phone book? And so I don't need to know all this stuff, but I'd like to know a working knowledge of it. And I kind of pride myself on having a, a pretty good, you know, basic skill set when evaluating different types of mortgage programs and all of that. And yet recently I sent you something and said, hey, what about this interest rate? And you then zoomed in on the very sheet I sent you and you zoomed in on the fine print, the little subtext underneath all of that. And I was like, oh, I hadn't read the fine print. I didn't realize that was with 25% down, uh, an amazing credit score. And then also with the rate being bought down. Correct. Correct. So there, so, and, and they'll all give you some different options like that. I know I looked at one the other day uh, for a client on an FHA loan, and they wanted 35% down to get that posted rate. And the whole purpose of an FHA loan is we can do like a 3.5% down, right? Mm-hmm. Not 35% down. And <laughs> right. so it's really, really important to know the parameters that they're giving you 
and that's why it is so hard to quote interest rates just mm-hmm. in general. And I have to, I have to say, it's it's very similar to asking a builder or a building contractor, "Hey, how much do you build per square foot?" Well, I can give you a base model, I can give you a mid level, I can give you this. Let's talk about the home you actually want built, and then I'll exactly. quote you on it. Exactly, exactly, because you might be fine with painted plywood floors, or you might want, <laughs> you know, engineered hardwood. Who knows? Right. You might want granite countertops or laminate you know it all depends on your personal wants and desires and situations you're listening to the backyard millionaire chris story here in conversation with none other than ronda johnson with cornerstone home lending so look at the fine print and always as i i've said for many years go to a mortgage broker you know like and trust just like rhonda and i i proudly in fact i was just telling tiffany this morning um you know, that I, I'm, I'm really proud that you're in the book that I'm currently writing called The Millionaire Maker. I actually reference you as somebody who's been our personal mortgage broker for 22 years, and I've relied on you personally, and that's what gives me such great confidence in recommending you to people that are just starting out, first-time home buyer, or maybe they're looking for their fifth or sixth, you know, rental property, whatever it is. And that mm-hmm. breadth of knowledge, uh, I rely on probably <laughs> more than I should. I'm sure you, uh-huh. you, you and your husband both would uh, appreciate me not texting you at 7 p.m. <laughs> on your anniversary night. <laughs> but but let's, <laughs> let's talk about buying the interest rate down. We're seeing yeah. what many are considered rec- considering record high interest rates because they haven't looked far enough back in history to see when they were 12 or 16 percent, or two points right. of a prime and prime was 12 or 14. And so now we're dealing with seven to eight percent, and it's a little bit of a uh, hard to wrap your head around that, especially today's current average sale prices. So buying the right. rate down has become a very popular conversation. How does it, where do we even start to look at buying the rate down? Right. So there's a couple of different possibilities that you can do. Right now, for example, we have a lender paid interest rate buy down where basically for 12 full months, one full year, we're going to buy that rate down by 1% for you. So if the rate was in the mid sevens, uh, that's what you're going to be paying on, but you get to pay in the mid sixes for one full year because we're paying that difference for you. Now, some of the other ones are, are where the seller or the buyer can buy the interest rate down. And you can buy it down 1% or 2%, depending on uh, what kind of money you might want to spend up front. Seems like the 1% buy down right now is a good idea, given that um, the predictions anyway are that we should see some uh, interest rate reprieve sometime over the next year or two. And so if we can get it lower for one year at no cost to you, then why not? Um, and I have a lot of people right now, Chris, asking me, you know, is this really a good thing to buy with these rates of higher? And my answer is one, there's a couple of uh, really good reasons to buy right now. One is that uh, we are in winter, right? And in the winter time, you do get to see a lot more about the house than you ever would in the summer. And they say, yeah, but I don't know what's out there underneath that snow in the yard. And I say, yeah, but you can see what that driveway looks like, the snow and ice in it. Um, how slick is it? Are you going to have um, room to blow or plow your snow out of the way? Are there icicles hanging down off the roof? What temperature is that thermostat set at to keep the house nice and cozy? Do you feel cold air coming in the windows or doors? Um, so you can tell a lot more about the home in the winter time than you ever can in the summer. And let's face it, we have a lot more winter than we do uh, summer, right? And what's under that snow out there in the yard is dirt. You know, you can do whatever you want to with the dirt. 
But also, there's less competition, it seems, right now. And once we see those rates come down, then everybody that's been hanging out, waiting for the rates to come down, is going to come back out and be your competition for buying a, buying a home. And once that competition heats up, then, of course, prices continue to increase. So it's a lot better to lock in your price right now because you can't change your, go back and change your price later. Whereas with the interest rate, you can change that later on with a refinance. That's a really good point you make. Another thing in the wintertime, if you go into a home that doesn't have, say, a whole house heating system and in every bathroom or bedroom are little portable heater units, that says something. Or this time of year where things, doors and windows are shut and you see a dehumidifier in every other room, that also says something. And it can inform how you go about uh, negotiating or if you even want the property. That's a, that's a really good exactly. point. Right, right. So I always say this is the very best time. You know, right now um, we, we have uh, sellers that are, uh, you know, in a position now to be able to maybe help out with a little bit of the closing costs and not just totally be 100% in the driver's seat. I mean, it's still a great market, but uh, for sellers, but it's um, not that frenzy that we saw a little bit earlier this year. I want to come back to buying down the interest rates in a second, but just on that point alone, the frenzy piece of it or the multiple offer scenario, what I'm finding and talking to my colleagues around the state and actually around the country, it, it, it appears that buyers have a bit of fatigue relative to entering multi-offer. And we're hearing more often than not, oh, you, oh you've got another offer. Okay, you know what? I'm going to sit back for a minute and I'll let you see mm -hmm. how that one works out. And so that's kind of that that mood. I think you're right when you predicted it. If and when the interest rates do begin to ebb down again, uh, we're going to see some of that frenzy come back, in which case you're mm -hmm. more advantaged right now. Exactly, exactly. So, and and we've seen just a slight little improvement on the rates here, and already those you know re prequals and people checking back in again have have picked up significantly just with the whisper of of some potentially better interest rates uh, coming up. So, my advice: do it right now, right now, right now. <laughs> What's your prediction, Rhonda, for when the refi? boom, we'll begin again, because we just saw one over the last couple of years. It's now obviously been, you know, somebody shut the spigot off of, of almost all refinancing right now. Not all, but some uh, exist, but it, you know, it's predominantly that slowed way down. What interest rate will we hit when you predict that those refis will begin to happen again, like 5%, five percent, five and a half? Yeah, I think that the, um, that the, uh, it will depend. So it, it, it could be worth it to refinance for just a 1% lower interest rate if you have a pretty high loan amount. But if you have a very small loan amount, you're probably going to want to see a couple of a percent uh, interest rate drop in order to warrant spending those closing cost funds. So I, I can't tell you a number. It depends on where you're at right now mm -hmm. and how much you owe and what those closing costs will look like, whether it's a full refinance or a streamlined refinance, um, what kind of you know costs and expenses and trouble it's going to be to do that refinance. So it's really important that... Um, that we look at it and do a individual analysis and see what seems to make the most sense as a break-even point. In my little rule of thumb thoughts, if you can, if you're going to be in the home for more than two years and we can recoup your costs in two years, that's when we should be looking at doing a refi. I like that. That's a good rule of thumb. Just quickly as we wrap up here on buying down the interest rate, if I want, if I'm a buyer and I ask for the seller to pay for um, a rate buy down of a certain percentage, that's allowed by almost every loan program out there, correct? 
Absolutely. So there's some limits on what the seller can contribute depending on your loan type and your down payment, but it's typically between two and 6% that the seller is allowed to contribute if uh, they're so inclined. And usually that 3% minimum is going to be plenty sufficient to buy down that interest rate for you one or 2%. Okay. And quickly, because we, we do want to talk a little bit about the down payment barrier to entry is is it, since time immemorial, it's existed, hence the idea of these government-backed loans with Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Ginnie Mae, VA, FHA, AHFC, all these kinds of programs are designed to help people leverage their way into their own home and into wealth through property ownership. But down payment still, we gotta, you got to have something. Can you tell me about the kind of program where I can say, okay, my uncle, my aunt, my grandmother, my father is willing to help me with that down payment. How can we get those funds from a loved one or family member that's willing to help stake us? Yeah, so we can do that as a gift. They can give you a gift. And actually, I see a lot of that where parents are kind of gifting pre, pre-inheritance gifts, you know. Uh, let's go ahead and use it to help you out right now instead of later on when I'm not here to see you enjoy that. And, and so that can be done as a gift. Now, another thing, Chris, that we should probably talk about another time is that they're almost all of the loan products, FHA, VA, conventional, everybody uh, now has some down payment assistance programs where we can do a first and a second. So we can do the first for your uh, main loan, and then we can do a second for down payment help. So there's quite a few down payment assistance programs out there to help with that uh, down payment as well if you don't have a wealthy relative willing to give you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> like that you said, I was, give the gift now while you can watch them enjoy it and, and get the benefit of that. And I'm thinking also lord it over them all the while well, you're still there alive. Is that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't born into one of those families that had either opportunity. So, <laughs> so down payment assistance could be a good thing. <laughs> All right, I love it. I once gave um, somebody at the city hall a saxophone for their daughter. I'd seen that they were looking for one, and we had one to we were doing nothing with our girls had given up on it long ago and I gave it to her. And then uh, every time I would call the city hall and ask her something, I said, don't forget, I gave you a saxophone. And she goes, you know <laughs> what? You go. <laughs> she goes, at some point, I need to just tell you this, that that free air quote, free saxophone actually cost us probably more to get it tuned back up and in good working order than a new one would have cost us. So, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, great gift, Chris. That's pretty funny. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) All right. RhondaJohnson.net is the website, or you can call or text 252-5682. Around Alaska, Alaska-wide, Cornerstone Home Lending. Rhonda Johnson, your on-ramp to all things mortgage. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks, Chris. Have a great day. All right, we'll be back with more on the Backyard Millionaire. Stick around.